Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Greg, welcome to the show. Yeah, good to be on, Noel. Good to hear you. So um, we, we understand that the uh, Louisiana State Police are going to be sending down a, a, a relatively large contingent of officers for the Mardi Gras season, um, as well as making plans for their stay in the creation of a new troop here in the city of New Orleans. That's right. You know, Newell, it's really, you know, we've had this for a long time now where the state police have come in and supported New Orleans in special events, Mardi Gras and other special events that we have in the city. What's unique about it this time is that, uh, you know, we have them as a permanent deployment. And the whole Troop NOLA, uh, you know, as, as a branded, which I think is really smart to, de- to demonstrate their focus on New Orleans and our area. They've always been in giving us great support for Mardi Gras and giving us great support for other events and even coming in for Golden Eagle, you know, the different operation that they frequently run over the summer with regional and federal and local law enforcement. But to have them here as a permanent department is, is really good. And, you know, there uh, the Metropolitan Crime Commission, we had Colonel Hodges and his team at our board meeting last week. And the good thing is a lot of these, uh, you know, these leaders, including Colonel Hodges, are actually locals. And uh, as a matter of fact, Colonel Hodges graduated from Brother Martin, and we know he's going to do his job exceptionally well because the head of school for Brother Martin was there at our board meeting, and he made perfectly clear to the colonel that he'd be keeping a close eye on how the colonel and his <laughs> team perform. So we, we have every degree of confidence that we'll get a really good uh, service from them. <laughs> And I, I know the, the, the colonel very well, and in spite of his uh, high school affiliation, he, he, is, he is a good guy. <laughs> yeah, Rafi told me the same thing because he's a Dallas Al guy. So, yeah, it's the same thing. So, Greg, um, uh, they, well, yeah, yeah. I, I was just going to ask, was, was there, were they in a position to reveal uh, what they thought this was going to look like in the aftermath of um, Mardi Gras? Well, no, but I can say this, uh, Newell, uh, you know, I, 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 I can take the liberty of stating the following, and that is that I think we're all very confident uh, based on statements and based on conversations that we're all having that that there's really good collaboration between uh, Colonel Hodges and the state police command structure with NOPD. Uh, so I think that the uh, deployment strategies, uh, it's been clear that they're going to be really good 
joint deployment strategies and joint understanding of how those deployment strategies will be accomplished. And uh, remember, Newell, as it's been stated, this is going to be a citywide deployment. So it won't just be one area. It will be citywide. And I would think certainly I know the Metropolitan Crime Commission has encouraged uh, the the LSP uh, to, to take a particular look at hot spots, too, you know, some of the, the, those critical areas, high crime areas. And um, I, we have every confidence that Colonel Hodges and Chief Kirkpatrick are working well together and their teams on what those deployment strategies uh, would be. Do we have a clear understanding of the size of the deployment? I think the new deployment, uh, from what I understand, it'll be initially a, about a 40-unit, you know, 40-person unit, uh, new, but, you know, a number of about 40. And that's in addition to the ongoing state police that are here. So I think we're getting an additional 40 uh, troopers that are coming in initially, and I think they plan to make that more robust. But you have to start somewhere, and I think that's the uh, initial start to it. So, uh, you know, and they're, again, deployed in other parts of the city now in different in, in, in different areas for very specific purposes that fit within the normal state police guidelines. This will be an addition to that. So what we're thinking is that it's going to be more of a task force style of deployment? That's right. And that's right, Newell. I think that and that term has been used quite regularly, the whole task force uh, element and working within, you know, very collaboratively and very cooperatively. Uh, with uh, with NOPD. So, and I think for Mardi Gras too, you know, they'll obviously have a very large deployment for Mardi Gras, and it's not just state police that'll be here in large deployment for Mardi Gras, but uh, you know, I think regional law enforcement are really coming in in full force. I know because I'm a lieutenant in Endymion, and I know that uh, Sheriff Lapinto has been just terrific, JPSO in terms of giving certainly in Demi and the full support on Orleans Avenue and even into Carrollton. And uh, and I know he's supporting and JPSO is supporting NOPD and some of those other, uh, you know, and other, and other parades as well. And that's that doesn't, I know North Shore is coming in, St. Tammany and St. Bernard. And we've got really good regional collaboration. And, you know, it's good to see, new this level of collaboration and cooperation. I know we've been urging that for some time, sort of between federal and state and local and regional law enforcement, that we work as one team, we're one region. And it, it seems like we're taking some really good steps in that direction. I think this uh, deployment of the state police, uh, the, the Troop NOLA, uh, demonstrates uh, is a symbol of that collaboration. And so that's very uh, satisfying to see. Greg, I, I, um, I, I think it, it, it's absolutely going to require collaboration. Um, I'm not as excited as others about this task force style deployment. And, and I think one of the things that needs to be considered is that we are now in jail overcrowding conditions. We have reached the max in the jail. And, you know, so the ability to selectively incapacitate impact criminals are going to be hampered unless there's an improvement in the throughput at criminal district court. Uh, I had the sheriff on the other day, and she tells me that they are now regularly moving the inmates, making the appearances and everything else. That's all great. Uh, But unless we get the throughput 
in in the courts there's no place to put these people and and i hope that someone is really closely paying attention to how this has a, a hand in glove um you know outcome uh, that that needs to be addressed on both sides of this equation um because as you well know, the tests, just for the benefit of the listening audience, when you have a task force style deployment such as this, uh, it doesn't help with response time. It doesn't help with the backlog of calls that, that are out there uh, for the everyday officers. And I've always believed that the cornerstone of the success of the JPSO has always been we've had the public's trust in our hand because when they, go, when they call, we respond. And it's a lot easier to get stuff done. It's a lot easier to get witnesses to cooperate when they feel good about calling the police and know that they're that the, the cavalry is showing up at their house when they call. Um, and a lot of folks have been opposed to other styles of the deployment. Um, and I just I throw that out because I know that you're interacting with these folks on a daily basis. They really need to find out how much capacity they're going to have in that jail, uh, because to arrest some of these and have them go in, come out, they haven't accomplished much, and because they're going to go right back to what they do best, and that's always, uh, you know, I think uh, been a real challenge uh, here. Your thoughts? No, I would say two things. I agree wholeheartedly with you, Newell. And as you know, certainly uh, the Metropolitan Crime Commission and many other, you know, related agencies and uh, community organizations on business side, were have been aware have been concerned for some time now that 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 we were building that jail and the expansion too small. You know, and I, you look, none of us want to jail people that shouldn't be jailed. Everyone wants second chances. Everyone wants alternatives to incarceration. Uh, but our numbers over the years, the MCC numbers, the tracking has demonstrated that most of vast majority of those individuals in the jail right now have, you know, or can be a danger to the community. And uh, they're not just in there for first-time pot possession. That's been a myth for some time now. And so uh, at this point, it is what it is, and I think we it's a problem. And understandably, Newell, it's a problem. And uh, the throughput certainly needs to be there, and you, you can't have people to just come in that are then not prosecuted. So uh, I don't know really what to say on the jail size and on the jail situation. I really haven't assessed that. I can say on the response time, and, you know, we've had this for the last uh, many years, really for the last five years and eight years, really, uh, since the uh, since Mitch uh, you know, passed the, 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 the budget would not give the police the money they need. They needed back in 2012. And ever since then, we've had a real manpower issue. And we had 1,250 officers just back in 2019 in an OPD, and now we're down to less than 900. So clearly, you're not going to get the response time needed when you have all, you know, an, a manpower count that low. Uh, I know Jefferson Parish has not had the calm numbers, but they also had not, have not had that kind of manpower shortage and hit. So I think manpower is really critical. And one of the things we're focused on, Newell, from from the NOLA coalition to the MCC to others, is staying very focused on recruiting. 
and attrition. Yeah. Because if we don't retain more officers and we don't recruit more officers and we have to keep our foot on that pedal, we need more applicants, we need more hires, and uh, there's a lot of work to be done on the rec- recruiting side. And, and without that, we'll never – now, that doesn't solve the jail issue because as you, as you increase NOPD manpower, you're likely to have more arrest. And, uh, you know, violent well, that, that was that's kind of my, my thinking. I mean, if you just look at the murder numbers, right? I mean, we had um, 280 in 2022, 218. You take half of that is about 249. If you, if you just had a 50% solution rate on on murders, right? Um, and the, the clearance rate uh, nationally is about 54%. That's the average. So if you were just average, you, you know, that's another 250 beds consumed. And at the rate, the throughput in this court, probably greater than 18 months on a murder case. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's not counting the ones that are already in there for murder right now. And thankfully, the NOPD has been making great cases on murder cases. Well, those right. those are cases that don't move through the system very quickly. Unless we get engaged in vertical prosecution units to kind of move that through, I mean, it's always been an issue in JP as well. Throughput is the key in, you know, to be able to provide access, to put the next impact criminal away, and one can't work without the other. And, you know, and and I just, I throw that out because, as I said before, I know that you're very involved and engaged on many fronts that, we really need to think about where, where that's going to be because it's going to harm whatever effort that we have. I mean, if we were to put five task forces out there tomorrow in the hopes that we're going to be able to move the needle, the way you move the needle with impact criminals is you lock them up because uh, that's all yeah. they do. That's all they know how to do, and that's all they want to do. And, you know, without that option there, um, it's a cog in the wheel uh, that gets very difficult uh, to accomplish. Um, no, that's a, the, the, those the, those are very good words, and uh, you know, it, uh, I'll make sure that we really take those to heart. And I think it's a very good point. Frankly, I've been focused on the state policing side, some of the you know DAAG collaborations, and how to focus on the French Quarter and manpower. But that one, that subject that you brought up on throughput, really, I personally have not focused on. But I'll make sure that the organizations which I connect with really give that some emphasis and, you know, take your words to heart and, and follow up on that item. So thank you for that. Absolutely. And thank you for coming on today. We really appreciate the work that you do. Um, and I know the breadth and depth of it. And uh, we uh, truly appreciate your efforts day in and day out. Thank you, Newell. Just one thing I did want to add, please, as you're on those parade routes and even the riders, you know, one thing that we can all do is really thank law enforcement. If no, you absolutely. see an officer, if you're around an officer, I know when I ride, Newell, I, I try and reach out. I scream to them, thank you, thank you. I get everybody on the float to praise them. And uh, any, and even being out there on those parade routes, any officer, any law enforcement officer you see, please thank them. They're doing a hell of a job. They're out there for long periods. They work beautifully with the crowd. We need to really it's – a, it's a special time to honor and thank our law enforcement. So we, please, we any, are very any, fortunate. That to, yeah, we, we are, are very, very fortunate. fortunate. They do, yeah. For yeah. sure. And we did, thank they you so do much. a great job. 
Yeah, thank you, Newell. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.